if you appreciate what we do here at SGT. Share it with a friend or consider supporting it on Patreon. Your patronage is so very valuable to our ongoing work. And to show our appreciation, you will get your choice of a free Seek God Together t-shirt or long sleeve shirt. Of course, you can order merch by visiting SeekGodTogether.com. Links are in the show notes, and we are so grateful for your support. Thank you. Hello, welcome, and thank you for taking time out today to seek God. This is the greatest choice that you could possibly make. In fact, every human owes it to themselves to ask the big questions about God. Of course, here we're taking the risk that God is in fact there and that he wants us to pursue him, and so our journey will be rewarding. In our time together, we're going to worship by praying, reading scripture, and reflecting on what we've read. This is your time to seek God, and I'm only here to help. If you're able, sit down, slow down, lay down, close your eyes. Do whatever you need to do to be focused. By all means, please turn that screen off. What matters most is that this time is set apart and is unique. So once you're comfortable, let's get started. Close your eyes, take in a deep breath. You're about to speak to the creator of everything. It may seem like meditation, But it's not. Meditation is turning inward into yourself. That's not where we're looking. Prayer is intentionally reaching beyond ourselves to the source of everything. We're reaching, and this will be more significant today, into the void. And what will happen is unknown, but that's where all adventures are. Now speak out loud or in your mind. God is not limited to what you say. He knows even your deepest thoughts. So freely express your intentions. You can say something like this. Jesus, you're amazing. There's always more to know, more to respond to. Show me more today and change me. Take a moment and express these thoughts to God in your own way. scripture because we believe that God communicates and he's revealed himself to people and they've written down their experiences for our benefit. We don't have to understand it. We won't. And we don't have to be Bible scholars. What is important is that we receive it and believe that God communicates. Today we continue in Colossians 1 and we're on verse 17. This profound verse says, He is before all things. And by him, all things hold together. If ever there was a verse to nerd out on scientifically, it's this one. And I'm willing to go out on a limb and say that Paul could hardly understand what he was writing, yea, for revelation. We may have more scientific know-how than he did, but in 10,000 years, our knowledge, by comparison, will look elementary. 
But if there's a God, and if Jesus is his image, then all science will do is further demonstrate his wisdom and power bit by bit. And his revelation to us will further reveal his goodness and beauty from glory to glory. But until then, let's nerd out to the extent we can, shall we? He is before all things. Energy exists in a timeless state. In order for there to be time at all, energy must be cool enough to, quote, freeze into matter. Matter allows for time. God and Jesus, by extension, existed before time began spinning. Whether the energy of the initial singularity was borrowed essence of God, or if that energy is separate from God, is a mystery only he knows. We've read that Jesus is the firstborn, or preeminent one, of creation. Does that mean that the energy of the universe is itself of Jesus? Perhaps of Jesus and not the Father? Do I even have a clue what I'm asking? Probably not. But it's sure wonderful to imagine, whatever the case, he's before it all. And all things hold together in him. All things. Things you see and don't see. It turns out, the things you see are almost entirely nothing. What we call solid is a collection of atoms. These atoms have a tiny nucleus made up of particles, made up of quarks. The solidity of an atom is largely electric bonds in the nucleus. The nucleus is surrounded by a swarm of flying electrons moving in quantized packets at the speed of light. The space between the nucleus and the electrons is vast in comparison. If the nucleus were, say, a basketball, the electrons would be 30 miles away. Believe it or not, you could have a block of lead the size of our solar system and shoot a neutrino through it and it'll hit nothing. What you consider solid is almost entirely nothing. And given that everything is moving in quantized bits, you could say the entire universe is digital. To you and me, it seems smooth, but only because the resolution is so small. In reality, the entire universe is nothing more than a digital operating system sitting on top of the solidity and mind of God. So what's real? To us, the operating system is real because that's what we're designed to operate within. But there is an actual real that's denser, truly substantial, and before the universe, beyond the universe, and it's Jesus. He holds it all together. The operating system is his idea, and it's his power that keeps it going. You and I are a bit of graphic on the screen. We think of it as so real. It's only real because of him. And while the thought of this could cause us to feel small, insignificant, and almost nothing, and yes, that's all true, 
remember that we are the object of his attention, love, and romance. Walk in that today. Jesus, I am awestruck. I'm reminded of how little I know, how little I'm aware of. Let my mind be blown, but redirected to you. Always you. Take a moment and express these thoughts to God in your own way. Feel free to stay as long as you like. May God bless your day, and I look forward to being here with you again next time.